Hey guys, hope everybody's doing um, good. You know, uh, it's actually, it's a really nice evening. It was a really shitty day. Um, I'm sure anyone in Belfast, UK, Ireland will probably notice the weather has turned a bit sour. Um, but it actually isn't that bad. I, I, I don't mind it rained on the run, and um, but sure it is what it is. Um, I'm taking an easy week. You know, I explained in my last podcast the reason for that. I actually look, I, I don't, I have what's called a training peaks account. And it's not something that I use. I think I did a long time ago. I kind of read into the numbers and it kind of gives you like fitness predictions and things like this. And it's not that I read into the fitness prediction because I would never do that. Um, actually, that's a lie. What I mean by I didn't read into the fitness prediction would be, if an app told me I could run a certain time, you know, I wouldn't necessarily read into that. Um, but what I did used to look at was there'd be there'd be like total scores. And so for every bit of training that you've done, if you wore a heart rate monitor or like speed or things like that, it gauged um, you got like an effort score. And then all your effort scores would obviously add up to give you like I guess what would be known as you know your your total fitness um and so yeah um I just happened to look today um and you know maybe it was yesterday I actually don't know maybe it was today maybe yesterday I don't really know um and I was looking because obviously I'm having an easy week um and I was curious um after all the sort of training that I've been doing um what sort of numbers it would have been adding up to on that app. Um, I think I looked before in Flagstaff and the kind of numbers I'd be producing would be, and it's in the form of like, I think it's like a stress score. It's actually called a TSS score. I don't actually know what that stands for. Um, But in Flagstaff, like I said, there'd be a lot of weeks in a marathon buildup, anything from 600, I want to say, until about 750. Now, I never did record things like gym or anything like that. I'm not the type of person that, you know, types in 60 minutes of gym. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. Some people record absolutely everything. I never did. Never recorded yoga, you know, nothing like that. Um, so 650 to 750. I think a medium week would have been more like 500 to 600 and you're looking at like 70 to 80 miles there. Those weeks that are 750, you'd have been looking at 95 to 100 miles. Pretty intense week. Um, the big long runs on a Sunday would have added up quite a bit of that, to be honest. So for the last three weeks, um, you know, with the cycling and the running, I think my score was something crazy, like 1,100. I don't know. I need, need to have a look now just to remind myself while I'm, because I don't want to tell Porky Pies. I want to say about 1,100. Um, let's see. TSS. Fuck. Last week was 1,260. Um, the week before that was 1,100. And the week before that was 900. Now, that's the three weeks that I've been biking and running. Let's go back to, let's say, Boston was still in the plan. 
February 3rd to February 9th, 600. February 10th to February 16th, 650. Now, that would have been right around the time that Boston, I believe, would have been um, starting to get canned. There's a 97-mile week, which is 11 hours of running, 97 miles. TSS score 850. Um, so it just shows you, obviously, the biking isn't all specific fitness to running. Um, just a second, my dog looks like she's about to jump in the water here. Excuse me. This way. Good girl. Um, obviously, it's not all specific, but I have been fucking blown away, and I am cursing because I mean fucking blown away at how low my heart rate has been. Like, absolutely unbelievable. I did a run tonight, and obviously, this run is of no substance whatsoever. You know, I'm running at a speed that's two minutes more slower than my marathon pace. You know, anything from, I think the quickest mile was a 640. I think the slowest was an eight-minute mile. Um, Nella, you know, I really wasn't pushing it eight minutes out the door. Um, You know, I was probably running at 710, 720 for most of the run, on purpose going quite slow. Um, you know, nice and easy for my legs, for my body to recover this week. I think my average heart rate was 115. 115. You know how low that is? It is. I mean, obviously, I've noticed over the last week or so here that um, even when I'm running like 620 pace, 630 pace, you know, the heart rate had been like um, 125 to 130 sort of a range. Um, and then I also noticed when I did four miles on Tuesday, just gone by there at five minute mile, and it's the lowest I've ever seen my heart rate. Now, for the meantime, I don't actually know how useful that is because it's hard to quantify whether it's useful or not. And I'm going to explain that to you. Having a low heart rate is a great thing if you can still maximize the full use of your heart rate. And what I mean by that is, there's no point gloating about the fact that at six minute mile pace, your heart rate's 130 if like you can't really get it over 140, you know? So to put this in perspective, the four miles that I did yesterday, the maximum my heart rate got to was 160 at five minute mile pace, which is a 211 marathon. Now in Houston, I averaged 170. So that's 10 beats higher. So hypothetically, yesterday is suggesting that I could run really fucking fast for a marathon right now. But I don't think it's telling the full story because I haven't. It's not like I've been running around the park with a low heart rate thinking, oh, my God, I could speed up whenever I want. Like, this is easy. 10 beats below marathon effort. Easy. That's not the case at all. And sorry if I sounded really stupid telling that story. Um. So the reason we had an easy week was partly because that heart rate is really low, and that's a really good thing, but it's only a really good thing. The reason I believe I'm not running around the park going, oh my God, I could speed up, blah, 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 is because I'm tired from the fucking bike. And like, the bike, I don't fuck around. I push really hard. Like, I absolutely love the bike, but I do push really hard. And so I think there's a combination of Fuck loads of fitness that I've built. You know, I'm, I told you about those scores, 1,200. You knock that out for a couple of weeks, and you're building that on top of, you know, arguably, arguably 
those five to eight weeks of the Boston build-up before it all got cancelled, you'll probably find I'm really fit. Um, I just think there's a bit of fatigue in the legs and a bit of tiredness from everything combined. So easy weeks should allow me to, you know, freshen up a little bit. Hypothetically, I shouldn't have felt that great yesterday. And the reason for that is because on Sunday I cycled for two and a half hours and ran 10 miles. So, you know, that's still a really tough day. And that came off the back of last Thursday, I did a tempo, a really good one. I did a bike session that night. On the Friday, I did a bike session. On the Saturday, I did a race. So I also ran Friday night. You know, these are double days. So it wasn't just a bike session. It was probably bike session Friday morning, run Friday night, race Saturday morning on the bike for 70 minutes as hard as I possibly bloody could. Um, and then a run Saturday night. Sunday, two and a half hours on the bike. Not easy, pretty steady. Um, and then Sunday night, you know, I'm doing a run. Nala, get out of the brambles. Come. Sunday night, you know, I'm, I'm going for a run, 10 miles. So Tuesday, I wouldn't expect to feel good. Um, I obviously took Monday a bit easier and I took Wednesday today really easy. Yesterday, I did the four miles of marathon pace and I ended up doing a bit of a bike session Tuesday night. And the reason I did that is because I don't, I don't totally believe in like tapering completely. Um, like at the end of the day, if you've gone from doing, I think it was 16 and a half hours of training the week before, um, I'm not going to just drop to like zero. Um, and so I was happy enough to still do. Like, I, last week, I cycled every single evening, one hour every single evening. Um, not one hour, sorry, at least one hour every single evening. Most most days, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, was sessions. So Tuesday night, session on the bike. Thursday night, session on the bike. Friday, session on the bike. Saturday, sessions, race on the bike. Sunday, pretty decent two and a half hours. So, you know, although I'm having an easy week, it's all relative. So... I did do a bike session on Tuesday night, but I didn't like, I didn't push, not like I would have last week. So I did a session, but it was a much easier session. Anyway, I'm sort of waffling a bit there um, about bike sessions and blah, blah, blah. Really what I want to say is I think the bike is going to make a massive, get out of the brambles. Come on. Come. Good girl. Come. She thinks her nerve toys in the brambles because we found it earlier and now she's being stubborn, even though she left it in the middle of the field. And I thought I would teach her a lesson and not go and pick it up for her. And in the end, we just lost the Nerf toy. But hopefully she still learned the lesson. But by the fact that she's still looking in the bramble bush, I don't think she learned the lesson. But anyway, I do think the biking is going to be huge. I think you have to be very careful not to overdo it. Um, I think from what I've learned on the bike is it can be a huge weapon to have in your arsenal, I think the word would be, or arsenal, arsenal, I don't know. It's a huge weapon, but I do fear, you know, I already felt my quads last week were starting to, they were just becoming big bricks, like they were just, they were like lead and it's not the kind of fatigue that you would get from running. It's completely different. So because on the bike, you don't, there's no impact. Like there's no 
there's no like impact stress, which is like the pounding that you get when you're running. It means that you pretty much wake up every day and think, hey, I could fucking just do another session today. No problem. And you can. But I think what eventually happens is you you forget that during these bike sessions, you're still building up fuckloads of lactic in your legs. And the onset fatigue of lactic building over a couple of days, layers upon layers upon layers, it just tightens the muscles. And so I felt my quads and they're just fucking tight. Um, so look, I hope what's going to happen is after a couple of easy days, the, the long story short of all my rambling was that yesterday I wasn't supposed to feel good. Yesterday, chances are I was still supposed to feel a bit shitty. Um, now, if you talk about tomorrow, at the end of the day, on Tuesday, I still did, uh, you know, a bit of a running session in the morning and a bike session at night. Are you supposed to feel brilliant tomorrow? You know, are you supposed to feel the way you felt on the dead Dublin Marathon? Absolutely not. However, when I should feel pretty good is probably Saturday or Sunday. So you've had easier days in between. Your session days aren't as hard. I would expect to feel pretty good tomorrow. I would expect my heart rate still to be low, but I should feel that I'm in control of it a bit more. So I could push it up if I wanted to by running faster. Um, one of the issues with low heart rate and tired legs purely you just can't fucking run fast enough to get it to go up um nice problem to have but you know still a problem um so tomorrow should feel pretty good the session is pretty simple it's just four by a mile again it's like like call it half a session call it three quarters of a session pretty decent um nothing crazy nothing too much um you know it, it should feel quite good the pace is supposed to be you know, it's probably going to be the kind of pace that I averaged for like five mile not that long ago, like two weeks ago. I think I averaged like 450, which was obviously really good. I didn't expect it. Days like that are nice. They don't happen all the time. You know, you go out, you expect the average about five minutes, 505, and all of a sudden you're popping out 450s. Then it kind of puts pressure on the next one. <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way. Let me tell you that. That's going to be the first thing I'm going to say. And that was a really nice day. I actually thought 505 would have been great. And I averaged 450. What can I say? Good day. Um, so tomorrow, it's, it's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like the transition from Dublin to Houston. When I did Dublin, it was really exciting. You know, there was no pressure. I certainly didn't expect to run 212. And I'm delighted I did, you know, when... When I just ran 2.12 and we looked at the numbers after the marathon, it kind of made sense. But you were never going to predict that. Um, so tomorrow you've got to go and run 4.50s. It's a bit like, you know, you do your first tempo. There's no pressure. You absolutely nail it. And then a week later you've got to go back and your coach has set you a tempo and you use the fact that a week before you averaged 450. And then all of a sudden, when there's a bit of pressure, you're a bit like, oh, fuck. You know, <laughs> like, it's not the same. So you've got to go back and you've got to average, like, 450 again. And you're kind of like, oh, shit, I don't know if I can do that. Um, because 
it's not your everyday tempo yet. You know, my everyday tempo is probably five minute miling. I can go every day of the week and run five minute miling. Um, four fifty is pretty fucking good. Um, so tomorrow four by mile, right around four fifty, decent recovery. Um, hopefully it's not too windy and you know it's been a bit wet, shitty today. Should feel all right. And then I'm hoping by the weekend, we're good. you know, I've had good, I've slept good. I've done my stretching. I, I've been on top of all my recovery stuff, even though the training hasn't been heaps. Um, you're hoping by the weekend that things are really starting to feel better. Um, so chances are by the weekend um, you might be in a really good place. Um, and, you know, your legs just might feel pretty fresh, pretty poppy. Um, and I'll probably do something decent on Saturday or Sunday. Um, hypothetically Saturday morning I'm just not sure I'll pick a day it'll either be Saturday or Sunday and it does not fit well with the cycling race unfortunately which I'm I'm kind of pretty pissed off about I really fucking enjoy those cycling races but if I decide to do my test on Saturday you know I'm not going to do the test which will be pretty tough and then come back and do the cycling race and then similarly, if I decide Sunday, I can't do the cycling race Saturday and then read into any sort of results or how Sunday goes. You know what I mean? That's just stupid because I didn't even give myself a chance for it to go well if I did the bike race Saturday. I also kind of think during an easy week, the last thing I should probably be doing is a bike race. Um, so yeah, fuck it. it it's 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 very depressing that I might need to give it a skip. I'm absolute. I'm traumatized by the idea. Um, but yeah, it it is what it is. You know, this is where discipline is important, and that was another kind of reason for this easy week. Um, it was kind of getting a bit too easy to get carried away with the biking. Um, at the end of the day, I really believe in it. I think it's a very, very useful tool. I think it's really going to help the running. But at the end of the day, I'm a runner first and foremost. Um, and sometimes, well, I know myself, I can get a bit excited about things. And I was super happy um, that I did get excited about the biking. It's a better, it's a better habit and hobby and fun thing to do than a lot of other things like my drinking red wine and all this sort of nonsense. So really cool thing but at the same time you know you still have to be realistic with both expectations both amount of training you're looking to do on the bike hang on i'm gonna have to call my dog because she's miles away <coughs> oh that was poor <coughs> come here come come on now absolutely miles away um, but here she comes, speeding across, speed over. Um, yeah, no, Nala, that's not us. Come. Yeah, so no, I, I get a wee bit excited. Um, I, I find something that, like, obviously I'm not bad, but I'm not great, and I just fucking want to be great. So I really put time into, and then, and then across a boundary between, are you doing this to help? running or are you doing this because you want to be a better cyclist and so that's the question i got to ask myself it was another 
very good reason to have the easy week because once you snap out of the routine or something, um, of course I think it's going to help. But the, the simple question is, could it get to a place where it begins to hinder? Absolutely. Of course it could. So the balance here is doing enough that it becomes a benefit, that it becomes something to supplement training, that it becomes a safe way to build a better fitness than you've ever built before. But what is the goal of that fitness? The goal of that fitness is to run the fastest, probably 10K half marathon and marathon that I've ever ran in my life. The goal is not to win a fucking Zwift race. I'd love to, but that's not the goal. So it's shitty. You know, it is what it is. Um, It's actually annoying that I would much rather do a Zwift race this Saturday than a test with running. (laughs) Um, But that's just because I love racing. I love challenges. And, you know, as much as I, I like doing running stuff and I like doing tests, um, I'm just really bummed that there's no races right now. Um, but, you know, we're all doing what we can, um, and we're all doing our best. I think I'm pretty fit. Um, I guess we'll find out this weekend. Um, I don't think it tells a lot about has cycling helped. Um, I, I mean, I already know it's helped. If in a month's time I, you know, sell the bike, if, if coronavirus ends, in a month's time, I sell the bike and I sell the trainer and I only get a quarter of what I paid for everything. I don't fucking care. It's been absolutely amazing to be able to sit in my living room any night of the week, any day on a Saturday race. It's been absolutely amazing. It's, it's been such a lift to morale. It's been such a lift to just be able to tire myself out on the bike and then sleep good or rest easy knowing that I've put in a shift. Um, wouldn't care. I, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I think I really like it. I really enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I've even thought that, you know, in the future, it could be the kind of thing that I could do as a hobby, not to be paid to do it, not to be a professional, not to have expectations, not, you know, to have a, a country hoping that you go to the Olympics and run really well. And, and I, I appreciate all those things. And everybody knows that I appreciate all those things. And, you know, I love pressure and, and I love expectations. And, I love trying to produce the goods and doing everything I can to be in a position to do that. Um, but yeah, maybe in the future there'd be there'd be a um, an enjoyment factor in in the likes of you know the triathlon world or or maybe the bike world or um, something like that. Again, I think you could do far worse things um, with your life than you know chase like local triathlon races or um stuff like that you know it's a very healthy it's a very healthy habit it's a very healthy within reason you know fuck pushing yourself that hard sometimes doesn't feel um super healthy but it's it's far better than um i i'm currently listening to chrissy wellington's um audible um and and basically um She's talking about addiction, and and obviously to be to be perfectly honest, um, sorry, I'm taking a video of the sun and how it's setting around here because a photographer wants to do some pictures, I believe, about life in quarantine. Um, oh no, not to my story. Well, sure, it can go to my story too. 
Um, send it to there. Sorry, I hope that's still recording because I'll be pissed off if it's not. Um, yeah, um, God, that is really quite beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm listening to Chrissy Wellington. You know, just Google Chrissy Wellington if you don't know who that is. Um, and she's talking about addiction and, you know, sport in itself is an addiction. Um, if you're a, if you're an enthusiastic runner and you travel the world to race marathons and you make up excuses about why a race result didn't go a certain way, chances are you've got an addiction. Um, whether you want to admit it or not, there's probably a high likelihood that you're addicted to running. But it's a, it's a lovely addiction to have. Do you know what? I'm just realised that I've put that fucking story on my Instagram and I'm chatting a load of nonsense through it. Well, I'm chatting about the podcast. Hold on, sorry. I have to delete that. I've, everyone will think I'm the most random person in the world. Um, yeah, it's an addiction at the end of the day. Um, I think it's a good one. Um, I think it's a healthy one, but, you know, we all have to be a bit mad to be out there doing the amount of running that we're doing. Um, or if you're listening to my podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, guys, look, take care. Have a great day and thank you for listening.